Hi, did you know that the oldest occupation in the world was husbandry or farming? And the Bible says as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest time. Well, stay tuned because we consider it a privilege to bring you more biblical principles for contemporary living. In this message, I'll be speaking from the theme, What You Sow Surely Will Grow. What you sow surely will grow. We are yet pursuing our theme, walking in faith and favor. Each week, addressing the implications of that theme through the lenses of relevant bibliology. We've been doing that so that we might be aided to walk in faith and favor. Walking in faith and favor means that you might have to walk through some facts. Walking in faith and favor may mean that there will be some difficult tests and circumstance that you will have to wade through to get to your favor. Faith. You've heard it week after week that we walk by faith. We walk by faith. Not by what we see. Not by what's going all around us. We walk by faith. Faith recognizes facts. Faith does not deny the reality of facts. But faith grants you and I an ability to alter the fact. Uh, faith granted to us gives us an ability to alter the facts. The last report that you received were the facts. And if you're not careful, you will govern yourself by the facts while you're saying you're walking in faith. Remember I said that faith recognizes facts. Faith does not deny the realities of facts. But you and I, because of enlightenment, because of the truth of the word, because of this holy book, we have an ability to alter. Lord, help me, Jesus. I want to say it so you get it. We, we have the ability. It, it's there. It's there. But the next time you look at it, it will not look the same. When you are confronted with again, it won't be the same. Because your faith 
Your faith has altered it. And the beautiful thing is that if we know that's the process and operation of faith, then what we ought to be doing is that when we get it, when the report is presented, it does not disturb us to the fact that we cannot function. Oh, I thought today, I mean this, this week, of how God must feel when he said, did they get it? Well, if they got it, then how come they're acting like that? I mean, we got to make up our mind what we want. If indeed we're going to walk by faith, then you cannot let facts govern your behavior. Please receive this. Faith, my friends, is not trying to believe something regardless to the evidence. Faith is daring to do something to regulate the evidence. For the person that missed that, faith is not trying to believe something regardless to the evidence. Faith is daring to do something to regulate the evidence. Once we can appreciate the privilege that you and I have of walking by faith and favor in a world that is oriented around facts and sight and feeling. Faith does not operate in what we see. It's not governed by that. It's governed by what God says about the matter. Faith sees through it. And you and I are privileged to join by faith to believe it. That what God sees. Well, let me put it this way. Moses was able to be blessed and strengthened and encouraged to make critical decisions. Because he did it as seeing. Say, as seeing him who is invisible. Now, I hear you. I hear you, child. Pastor, let's get, let's get logic, let logical. Now, come on now. How are you going to see what is invisible? Because if it's invisible, then it's not visible. But faith says it is visible if you can believe it. You listen to what people are telling you. On your job, 
and in your community and all around because they function out of fact. You can't have a little bit of fact and a little bit of faith and mix it up. It's either fact or faith. I say it again. God has given us an ability to alter facts. That's why the next time you see the report is not the same as it was when you received it first. My wife showed me something this week, a report. And the report had two images on it. One was an image where a tumor and brain damage is all there. All there. Next to it, report number two. Clear of it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know if we realize fully what has been entrusted into our hands. We can change things. We can speak things into existence. And when it don't look like it's supposed to look, you can call it as though it already was. The three points of this message, the fiction, the faith, and the function. Now, if you stay tuned, you'll see how these three points encapsulate this full message that what you sow surely will grow. So then you must see that he uses this allegory, this parabolic of a farmer to speak to us of how to operate in our faith. To operate in our faith, we have to be prepared to release what we would otherwise hoard and hold. Because as long as my hand is like this, I can't get anything in it. But if I have it like that, Now, y'all looking at me, and you think, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I got news for you. When you begin to release, to see how much you can release, how much you can, how much you can di uh, uh, dispose of, how much you can invest, how much you can put out there. Because really what he is saying in the final analysis is that a farmer can't get a harvest till he casts his seed. How many people are looking for a harvest? We want a harvest, but we don't want to invest. We don't want to release. Look at somebody and say, it's time, it's time. to release. release. It's time to release your witness. 
It's time to release the word. It's time to release all of our evangelistic pursuits. It's time to do all of that. Let's get going. Start releasing things. Oh, but I worked hard. No, no. Release it. Because that's what sowing is all about. You got this? Fiction has been defined as a suspense story, allegory, or parable. He chooses a characteristic of a farmer, one who goes forth bearing precious seed. Now watch this. He goes forth bearing precious seed. Got it. You don't know what I got. <laughs> you don't know what I'm carrying. Oh, I'm carrying future here. Oh, I'm carrying a home here. Oh, I'm carrying an educational degree here. You don't know. I'm. Oh, 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 oh. You don't know what I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. But you'll never have it until you care. Until you sow it. This is a rather powerful demonstration of how you and I can receive skill in our operation. How many of us actually go around and see? How can I help here? How can I do this? How can I do that for that person? How can I, how can I make their life better? How can I, how can I help them to? I know I, I, I don't have all I, all I need to do what I've got to do. But, but whenever you have more or less than you need to do what you have to do, that's not anything other than a seed. But if you could take that seed, which less than what you need, which may be the very thing that makes that person adequate to receive their need. Somebody's going to get this stuff. Instead, what we do is we go about bemoaning what we don't have. And when you find somebody who operates in this, you get jealous and envious and frustrated. And you start calculating and say, well, I've been in the church all these years. I've never seen them. I've never, no, because you have not released your faith. Tell somebody it's time to release your faith. Let your seed faith go forward. It's got to get in the ground. Find some ground, some good ground. Years ago, I had a dream, and my dream was that I would have a religious television program. I looked around here, I didn't see, but I saw. But one day when I was in my kitchen, a preacher was on 
television was there, I stopped and I just looked. And the more I looked, the more I affirmed myself leaving the kitchen floor and getting in the TV screen. And I saw myself doing what he was talking about. He said, God told me that if you who are watching me right now would invest X number of, it was a big figure. And normally I'd say, really? But I didn't say it because it was feeding my faith. And he said, if you release that to me, God told me that we will get our television uh, ministry going and yours will also. I sent it. He got going. He sent me this. Jensen Franklin. Kingdom Connection. Kingdom Connection developed a Bermuda Connection. And now the Bermuda Connection is making other connections because they released. He did not release money. He released a word. He released a word, and that word got in my spirit. And when the word got in my spirit, the angels started rejoicing. Because the angels are up, oh, that's another one, that's done, that's done, that's done. And all we had to do was just follow, 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 and look at us now. I know we got empty pews. I know we don't have all the people that we have accommodated for. Hey! Hey! see some of them coming here well we sincerely trust you've been blessed through this message and that you'll consider sowing and reaping realizing most of all that what you sow surely will grow so until next time when we shall come to you with more concepts for living may God bless you and yours thank you for viewing concepts for living if you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.